Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode. Obviously, you guys know this is another interview episode, and I always love having other entrepreneurs come on here and share about their journey, what they're doing in business, how they're serving other people to obviously help them live a better life, have a better business, uh, or a myriad of, of both. And uh, the individual that I have for you today is uh, considered a, a mom coach, a life coach, a parenting coach, and her specialty area. Um, is actually working with estranged children who are now grown adults um, and want to learn better ways of how they can be phenomenal parents to their kids based on some trauma and things that happened in their past, you know, being estranged from their own um, mothers and, and fathers. And it's going to be an interesting conversation because I know, um, you know, uh, I've been divorced a couple of times. Um, my parents did get divorced at a later age. Uh, I was 30 when my parents got divorced. So it was a little, little different than a lot of people, but I know there's a ton of people that are listening to this right now that also come from uh, divorced households. Maybe you are listening to this and, and you are estranged from uh, your parents or your family and you yourself want to develop better relationships with your own kids. And, and we're going to dive into all that and more in today's episode. So Wanda Howard, welcome to today's episode. Uh, thanks so much, Scott. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited about what we're about to dive into. So this will be fun. Me too. And, you know, again, it's an interesting topic of what we're going to speak about today. But what I first love asking is, what do you feel in, in your entrepreneurial journey doing what you're doing now? What do you feel was the catalytic moment for you that turned that that light on and lit that spark for you to go down the path that you're now currently on? Uh, that's such a good question. And that question in of itself definitely could, I could go on for hours because there are so many of those light bulb moments and just the entrepreneurial journey in of itself is an incredible one. Uh, it's not for the light of heart. But the first thing that comes to mind, so my my childhood, I was able to see things that other people seem to miss in relationships. No brainers to me. Other people, grown adults, were frustrated about. And it didn't make sense to me why there was so many unanswered questions. So ever since I can remember, I had a burning in my heart to share this message, to be able to help people. And um and then as I became estranged from my own parents, that amplified that desire to want to help people know how to stop those cycles. But I still didn't know how to put it into a business model, into a, a, a tangible program or anything of how to actually help people. And so I kind of just had it as this, oh, that'd be nice someday, big wish type of a thought, but not something that I really thought I could take off with. 
um, until I went to a, what was called a mom summit. It was like the first online ever one. It was right. Uh, it wasn't COVID hadn't hit yet. It was right before COVID hit and there was this mom summit and I went to that and there was a speaker. Her name is Katie Richardson. And when I heard her speak, something inside of me like ignited. I was just like, holy cow, I can do that. And she gave this like super simple step. She was like, write down all of the issues that you come across in the day. Anytime that you come to a complaint, write it down. And then instead of wishing and waiting for somebody else to think of a solution, think of your own solution for it. Like make something around that solution and provide that to people. And so that's really like what started everything. Everything started to click for, in my brain and and I just started to have a whole lot more inspiration based off of that. That's where it started. You know, it, it's sometimes there's uh, different types of catalytic moments. Sometimes it's something that you see within yourself. Other times it's something that you hear someone else say where you're like, ah, that yeah. that's exactly what I needed to hear. Now, I mean, there, there's so much that I want to I want to talk about. But the first thing that comes to mind is being um, as you are someone that is estranged or was estranged from their their parents. What is a, a lesson that you learned uh, during that process that you were then able to bring into your own coaching that you now do helping uh, grown adults that are estranged from their families, obviously be better parents to the kids that they have? Oh, such a good question. The, the thing that I, I love about business and relationship type conversations is everything that you do well in business can be modeled into the family and everything that you do well in family can be modeled into your business. And so for me, I am still estranged from my parents that, um, that's definitely part of my story that I don't know the end of, I don't know how things will go, but, um, as a kid, my biggest ambition, the number one goal I had was to make them proud, to do everything they wanted. I gave up friends and possessions and everything that I wanted just to see them happy. And thinking that eventually it would pay off. Eventually, someday I would, they would have time for me. Someday we would be able to have fun. Someday, someday, someday. And so after going through that and then the older I got, and it wasn't until after having kids that my parents just disappeared out of the picture. They, that's a whole nother story. But anyways, when we became estranged, um, there was something that was like, holy cow, I gave 20 years. Well, at that point, I guess it was like 27 years of my life trying to please these people, put everything that I had to make them happy just so that they would accept me. And now I've lost, I lost everything. And so what that taught me, not just in family, but in business was as a kid and as a parent, it should never be this role of, I am your superior and your worth depends on my um, gratification. So with me and my kids, we talk about our plans, we counsel together, they give their input, I give my input, we come up 
with everything that's something that works for us. In my business, employees and the people I work with, that's the same thing. I don't like coaching people that I say, this is exactly how it's going to be and you will do everything that I say and then everything will work out. I like to say, okay, where are you at? And and know what their specific needs are because sometimes people want to learn more one-on-one. Other times they like group settings and there's so many uh, there's so many nitpicky details that oftentimes as we get uh, an automated system going, we're not able to customize it as much to the individual. So that's definitely a huge important piece to me is making sure it's not a superior or leveling up type of a platform, but it's, we're all equal here. We're all going to help each other move along. And as you improve, I improve and vice versa. Now, this is an interesting question. I just want to hear your take on it. In in some in some cases, it's actually healthy and okay to not have a relationship with your parents. And full transparency, my my father and I went through a really really big rough patch, big rough patch, where um, I was estranged from him for about a year and a half. And, you know, my dad, I mean, he's always been my best friend. He was someone I looked up to. He was my hero, uh, my business partner for 16 years. And, you know, things kind of came to a head where resentment, anger, frustration started to build. And I needed to go on my own healing journey and healing process. And for me, that meant uh, severing ties for the time being. And uh, we, we had this conversation and, you know, we were, we owned a business together. We had a health club and um, I asked him, you know, to, to no longer come in and, and train at the gym. And I needed to, I needed some space. I needed to take some time to uh, heal from business and personal things that had happened in my life that not necessarily he was to blame for, but things transpired from certain decisions that were made. And I remember, you know, we never went a week without talking to one another, uh, but we, and we also saw each other every single day at work. So to, to go from that to nothing, it was, uh, it was strange, but it was necessary. And, you know, he didn't, he gave me the space that I needed you know, obviously he was hurt. He was upset. I think uh, a lot of it on on his own self, he was doing a lot of yeah. self-reflection. And I, I remember I was at a, a personal development event uh, out in California. And I, I just, it got to the point where, you know, we were at this seminar and we were going through an exercise about just releasing and just letting go of the resentment and the anger because it, it wasn't serving me, you know, having those feelings towards someone else. So it was, it was a year and a half. And uh, I, I left the event, went back to my hotel room and, and called him. And it was the first time we had spoken in a year and a half. And I said, listen, I just want to let you know that uh, I forgive you for everything that has happened and everything that has transpired. I am no longer uh, angry, upset. I, I don't resent you, but, 
Uh, I would like to progress in getting things back to normal, but when I am ready, we can sit down, have a cup of coffee, talk things out and move forward. And I mean, that was a long time. I mean, this was probably seven years ago, seven and a half years ago. Um, but it, it was good. And our relationship has never been better. Uh, you know, we just went out to dinner about uh, two weeks ago. My wife, uh, my stepmom, my dad and myself and him and I just get lost in conversation. We just talk about he tells me things from when he was a kid and things that I remember when I was a kid. Like we were, were able to kind of, you know, peel back the layers of our relationship and realize how connected we are and how many great memories we've shared. And, and that's my, my going back to my question. Sometimes it's not a bad thing to, in some cases, permanently um, separate yourself from uh, toxicity in your life when it, in regards to family, but sometimes uh, temporary separation yeah. is also very healthy for people to, to mend, to heal, to come back together. And what's, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, I love that because one, I hope it gives hope for those who are listening who are estranged because we never, we don't know the outcome. We don't know what's going to happen next and not knowing can build so much anxiety, but one, knowing there is, there could be hopefully someday in the future where both parties heal that you can come back together. But even if the coming back together doesn't happen, at least the way that you think or would like it to, there is healing that can be done during the separation. That was definitely what happened for me. I did not want to be separate from my parents at all. I didn't want that to happen. And I was, I was very depressed. I was very suicidal. I had a whole bunch of health issues going on. My life was spiraling downward and I felt like I had nothing left to hold on to. And then to have them leave, I thought like that was the end. I thought for sure I had no more worth that everything would be <laughs> over. I could not see anything beyond that. But slowly things got better. Like my depression started to just strip away after layer after layer very quickly. And it was the first time after a week of that happening was the first time in my life that I remember not wondering if I deserve to live and just so many things like that, that healing happens so fast. And for a long time, I felt guilty about that. I felt like, oh man, I'm a terrible person for healing when I'm away from the people I love most. But um, I hope that they're healing too right now. I hope that they're able to process things and go through things. And I do hope that eventually we can get back together. But again, I hope that your story is able to provide hope for those that aren't know uh, they don't know yet what their story will be well i appreciate that and you know for the person that's listening to this wanda that they recognize that there's a little bit of toxicity in in their life uh, in regards to family uh it could be parents it could be siblings it could be aunts uncles whoever when when is it appropriate to a, remove yourself from that kind of situation. Uh, but on the flip side of that, uh, you know, kind of diving into to what you went through, where here one day, gone the next. 
I, I know that's two sides of the coin. You know, what's your message to that person that feels maybe I, I should be removing myself, but the person that feels like they were abandoned, you know, the, the relationship ended without communication uh, to those two types of individuals that are listening to this. What's, what's your message to those people? Yeah, that it can be after you've been the one on the receiving end of separation, it can feel daunting to say the least that how do you do that to another human being? How can you put that boundary there when you know how painful that can be to go through? So it's definitely a conversation that we need to have because it does need to happen. Sometimes you do need to separate yourself full way from people you know in your personal life, but also in the business world. You could have an employee or someone you work with or and and you need to be able to pull away from that toxic um, relationship. And I think really the best way to, at least that I have come across, is start paying attention to if your if your ability to make decisions is impeded by their standards of you or your at least your um take on what you feel like you need to be doing to make them happy or impressed if if so much of your effort and energy and thoughts is being poured into their satisfaction, then you are not going to be able to make the decisions or make the the life choices that you need to be making to have the peace, to have the energy, to have the sustainability that you need in business and in family. So if there's anybody, I would say first, before you just like cut ties, be honest, be open, be like, hey, I, I want to make you proud or I want to do what you're needing. I want this work. But right now it isn't. I want to know what we can do to fix it. Here are some ideas. What would you recommend? Have you felt any of this? Like just to be open and honest conversation. And if they're not willing to change or if they get mad about you having a problem, like then, you know, that that person is not someone you want to be sticking around with right then. So it's it's an interesting topic, but I I feel that much like life business, you know, mirrors that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people can become estranged in a lot of different ways. And I've had, I've had business partners that I had to remove myself from. And, um, you know, it was just uh, an unexplained falling out. Um, But it's like one of those things where something happens and it's not repairable. And, and that's not saying that it's going to be like that forever, as you mentioned, but again, things happen and you have to learn to emotionally cope and not stuff feelings. But, you know, as we start to wind down, I, I, I kind of want to, you know, turn this into, so for that, for that child, that, that internal child that went through some sort of separation or estrangement from their parents that that child is now a grown adult and has kids of their own what's your best piece of advice for that that father that mother that is now responsible for for other kids much like you are and and much like i am 
um, of how they can be the best parents possible to, to teach them things that maybe they didn't learn in the relationship uh, with who they were growing up around? Uh, such a good question. Definitely my number one thing. I, I believe in God. And so whatever type of deity you believe in, um, there is definitely, there's something so beautiful about the children that are sent to us specifically. Every single person, parent, I believe was predestined for those children that were given them. And now society has cooked up a whole bunch of ideas of what kids should look like, what good kids, quote unquote, should look like. And really what a thriving good home and relationships are built on is when we stop trying to make each other look or act or be a certain way or fit a certain mold. But when we start asking them, like creating something new together, one of the coolest things that I've been able to do as a mom with my kids is being like, okay, this is what a lot of family dinners look like. And I can't do that. What's your guys's ideas? And they'll come up with some of the craziest things like, oh, I think we should stand on the chairs or I think we should sit on the floor or I think, you know, they'll, they'll come up with these ideas. And the truth is, as long as it makes them happy and it makes me happy and it works together, it's a beautiful new creation that we as parents have the responsibility to cultivate. It's not about making sure that our families look and act perfectly or that our kids do everything that other kids can do. It's about having a unit that we both have take, give and take, that we both can contribute ideas. And that the goal is to make a new uh, platform, a new experience based on our ideas, not mimic others that have already been happening. What I have found is that when your kids are heard, it, it develops a connection between the parents yeah. and the kids that, I, I mean, you can't really uh, describe it or put it into words. It's just more of a feeling, but every child wants to be heard. And, you know, they, you know, we're always challenging, you know, our son to, you know, answer questions or, you know, tell us how you feel, you know, what would you like to do? Like getting the creative juices flowing yeah. because there is no wrong answer. They're kids. They're supposed to, be wacky and weird and off the uh -huh. wall. And you want those creative things kind of, you know, running through their, their head. Now for the person that's listening to this, that uh, is curious and wondering how Wanda works with people, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in groups or membership, uh, tell the audience a little bit about what you have going on and how they can best connect with you uh, on social or offline. Yeah. So right now um, I am actually going through and revamping everything. I had a group coaching and a one-on-one -on -one coaching and um it was going really well i had some people graduating and it was it was really good program but it wasn't as good as i wanted it to be i wanted it to have more impact and so i started rebranding started changing some things and i realized like i want to pair up with people who are just as passionate about this as I am and get their input on exactly how to structure the whole system. So that is currently what I am looking for right now is connecting with those people who want my help in a way where they get very personalized um, input on how the system is built for other parents. 
Um, so the best way to contact me is on Instagram. You can on Facebook. I am there, but I'm most active on Instagram and it's just wandahoward.live. And just send me a message of um, that you heard this podcast, that you wanted to connect, that you want to know more, and we'll go from there. But that is the best way right now. Awesome. And uh, for all the listeners, that Instagram handle uh, will be in the description of the episodes. You're not going to have to travel too far in order to find it. So Wanda, before we sign off, final question, what does success truly mean to you? Success to me means that you go, you decide to do something and then you go for it and being willing to do it imperfectly. Taking uh, perfectly imperfect action is always the best action to take because when you chase perfection, you're chasing something that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And we're all perfectly imperfect creatures and failures always open the doors to your successes. So uh, my wife and I believe that messy action is better than no action at all. And um, as long as you're moving forward, whether it's a millimeter or a mile, you're going to get exactly where you need to be. So Wanda, thank you so much for sharing all this amazing, important information for people to hear, because again, it's stories like this. It's um, people like you that, that really just shine that light that there's, there's always, always a light at the end of the tunnel, no matter how dark it may be. So thank you so much again for being here today. Thanks so much for having me, Scott. Absolutely. So again, wherever you happen to be listening to this from, whether it's Spotify or iTunes, please do leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you loved most about this episode. And again, uh, the handle on Instagram to connect with Wanda will be in the episode description. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterin.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.